A quick note about this podcast. Information is provided for educational purposes only and is not intended to include or constitute financial product advice. You should obtain independent advice from an Australian Financial Services licensee before making any investment decisions. Please refer to ASX's full disclaimer with respect to this podcast on the section of the ASX website titled The Ideas Exchange by ASX. Welcome to the December edition of ASX's Market Activity Podcast. My name is Graham O'Brien. Joining me today is Jacinta Schlosser, our resident investment products expert at ASX. Welcome, Jacinta, and Happy New Year. Thanks, Graham. Happy New Year to you. It's a pleasure to be joining you today. This month's market wrap will double as a year in review as we look at 2022's big events that impacted equity markets. 2022 was certainly unforgettable following two long pandemic years, with many still experiencing the effects, we've witnessed the outbreak of war in Ukraine, a change in Australian government, the death of the Commonwealth's largest serving monarch, global economic turmoil, cost of limbing pressures, and to cap it off, in December, the Bank of Japan easing its yield curve control after 20 plus years of tight controls. Half of the months in 2022 were positive, versus the other half, negative. Overall, the market finished down in 2022, starting the year at 7,444 points, finishing 5.5% lower at 7,039 points. The top performing sectors for 2022 were energy up 40%, resources up 13%, and the materials sector up 5%. As raw materials and the cost of energy rose dramatically in 2022, thanks in part to the war in Ukraine. The bottom performing sectors in 2022 were technology down 33%, the Australian real estate investment trust sector down 24%, consumer discretionary sector down 23%, all of these being retail sector related as cost of living pressures dampened discretionary spending. With global economic turmoil, many long-term investors turned to managed investments, namely ETFs, to potentially ride out the volatility wave. Jacinta, there were big inflows to investment products again in 2022. Can you provide our listeners with a summary of the year that was in investment product land? Thank you, Graham. Yes, starting with ETF inflows by type, For the month of November this year, we saw ETF flows of over $4 billion. As you said, we've been experiencing big inflows over the past three years with $19 billion in 2020, $22 billion in 2021, and $14 billion in 2022 to November this year. To provide a bit of historical context, before 2016, investors mainly used ETFs to get domestic equity exposure, but that has changed due to the proliferation of global equity ETFs. Over half of ETF inflow in the past three years have been into international equity ETFs, which is more than double the flow to domestic equity ETFs. The asset class breakdown by percent to November is global equities 47%, Australian equities 28%, fixed income 11%, other 14%. 
Moving now to total asset under management growth of ASX ETFs. To the end of November, exchange traded products were up 3.4% from the previous month from 128.5 billion to 132.8 billion. October was a standout month for ASX ETS with a market cap of 129 billion by month end, up from 121 billion the previous month. The market cap increase for the month of October was one of the largest dollar value growth on record at around 8 billion. This time last year, at the end of 2021, ETF market cap was 134 billion, which is the highest on record. And we are tracking pretty closely, Graham, with ETF market cap of 132.85 billion to November. So we may close the calendar year similar to 2021. By November, market cap is up 2.2% from November 2021. Now, I'd also like to finish by highlighting the top five ETFs by flow for December. Vanguard Australian Shares ETF, Beta Shares Australian Strong Bear Hedge Fund, Beta Shares Australian High Interest Cash ETF, iShares Core S&P ASX 200 ETF, Vanguard MSCI Index International Shares ETF. So as you can see, there was a really good mix of flows in December into a variety of ETFs across a couple of different asset classes. Lastly, the top five ETFs by performance were Global X Ultra Short NASDAQ 100 Hedge Fund up 23.7%, BetaShares US Equity Strong Bear Hedge Fund up 15.8%, BetaShares Australian Strong Bear Hedge Fund up 10.9%, iShares China Large Cap ETF AUD up 5.8% and BetaShares Australian Equities Bear Hedge up 4.7%. So you've got four ETFs that give you short exposure and one ETF with China exposure. Back to you, Graham. Thanks, Jacinta. It was certainly a strong year for ETFs in 2022 and Unfortunately for the equity market, we had a poor performing equity market in December. So quite interesting to see uh, some strong performance from the short ETFs uh, in the ETF space. So let's have a look at the past month's performance from an equity point of view. The market finished down in December, opening the month at 7,284 points, closing down 3.4% at 7,039 points. After two months of positive growth, the Bank of Japan's monetary policy changed the market down and we missed out on that Santa rally. More specifically in December, every sector fell. The consumer discretionary sector down 7%. Technology down 6.4%. A-REITs down 5.6%. The healthcare sector down 4.4%. Energy down 4%. Small caps down 4%. The financial sector down 3.5%. Telecommunications down 2.6%. The consumer staple sector down 2%. Resources down one4 And the material sector down 1%. And as we normally look at, the winners and losers out of our top 300 companies. Luckily, there were some bright spots in what was a poor month for equities. The winners, 
Strike Energy up 30%. Arafura Rare Earths up 27%. Parenti up 22%. Red 5 up 21%. And St. Barbara up 20%. And to the losers, Link Administration down 43%. Star Entertainment Group down 34%. Novanix down 34%. Ioneer down 31%. Lion Town Resources down 31%. And that's a wrap for December and 2022. Jacinta, thanks again for joining us this month. Until our next update in February, I wish you all the best with your investments during January. Are you keen to learn more? Why not visit the ASX blog, asx.com.au slash blog, for a wide range of articles, videos and insights from ASX experts, listed companies and investment professionals.